0: Growing Up With Aaron. This is your new favorite podcast and you didn't even know it. Uh, And I am Aaron, the host of Growing Up With Aaron. Let's see how many more times I can say that in a sentence. Anyway, welcome to the show. We are here with our very special... I'm so excited about this episode because we mentioned how much I love the 1980s and the 1990s. But the 1980s is like the like beginning of everything for me and part of that beginning was Saturday morning cartoons and so of course being able to have this episode where we talk about all of our favorite cartoons from the 80s I mean yes please so (laughs) here we are With us, obviously besides my bestie and producer Lisa, is my lovely cousin Nikki Jordan Lynn, who is an 80s junkie just like myself, but she has memories of the 80s that I do not, that she's able to fill in some of those blanks. So hope you enjoy this. So we're gonna give you from the top 10, we're gonna give you from 10 all the way down to six in this first part. And here we go we're here to talk about the fact that we are all junkies of the 1980s aren't we so uh, first off first off we got lisa my bestie and
1: producer what's up lisa hello hello (laughs) just living life happy to be back
0: she's she's here for the one-liners so she does
1: i'm here for the party
0: <laughs> and uh you know so we, we've been start we've been doing this podcast now for about what um a week no i'm just kidding it um,
1: like it. no it's got to be about i don't know six weeks well,
0: this one's about a month in, or so uh-huh. we had a prior podcast before this but it was not as well planned out it was like a accidental
1: it was our practice run okay yeah
0: <laughs> and um so one thing and that's why we go with this theme we're growing up and one of the best parts is that we grew up in a great time uh a great decade we were we were birthed into the 80s like we've said before uh, i like that's just so saying birth it's really fun really uh, <laughs> um but it's right, with the- it's
2: right
1: up there with moist <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> It's Aaron, were, were you birthed moistly?
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right Ew. up into the 80s. Uh, like, so we came into the 80s, but what was what was happening in the 80s and what we got to jump right into were some delightfully amazing cartoons. Yes. Lisa, did you watch a lot of Saturday morning cartoons in the 80s?
1: I Well, yeah, I lived for Saturday Morning Cartoons. I was a child. Yeah. That's all I wanted. I love cartoons. I still love cartoons. It doesn't have to be (laughs) weekend anymore, though. Woo!
0: (laughs) That's true. Let me introduce you to a very special guest we have. Uh, I've been really excited to have her here because we've talked about collaborating for a while because we are related. Uh, We are cousins. We are amazing. She is amazing. We're uh, rock stars. She's been, what?
2: We're rock stars.
0: We are rock stars, but you are a legit rock star. Uh mm-hmm. my cousin Nikki Jordan Lynn is here. Everybody, just
1: applause!
0: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> um Nikki, you know, I'm just so happy you came here. Uh you, you came in to talk to me about the 80s cartoons when we first brought it up in conversation on social media. And right then and there I was like, oh. She's gonna be really good to have for conversation about this kind of stuff. And your your love, your cartoon that you kept like advocating for was exactly (laughs) the one I assumed it would be, and I was so happy. Um, so you can totally tell us which one it is if you want before we even get into the top ten.
2: Before we even get to oh, it's gotta be Gem and the holograms.
0: My god, Gem and the Holograms is so legit. (laughs) <laughs> I will. Spoiler alert, it is in the top 10. So we'll talk more about that one when we get there. So, Nikki, uh, can you tell us a little bit more besides your love of 80s cartoons and which one it is? What What else do you do? What kind of things? I, I mentioned you're a rock star, so I'm sure you can give us some context.
2: Sure, sure. Um, I've done either band work or dueling pianos. For over 20 years. So I've uh, done music in one shape or form for many, many, many years. Um, I was in a band called Boogie and the Yo-Yo's and we uh, built popularity in Wisconsin and in mostly in Iowa in Wisconsin, but all over the place. Then I did dueling pianos for about nine years and I did a lot of Cruise ship work, and I worked all over the country, all over uh, the Caribbean. I've been to Europe, so that was a cool job and a fun thing to do, and I learned a lot doing that. And now I'm back doing band work again. Um, and of course, um, paying homage to the '80s, I have a guitar that I absolutely adore, and I will never give up. That <laughs> I play on stage every night, and that makes me very, very happy.
0: That's talk amazing. about in the hologram,
2: right? Yes,
0: <laughs> that's incredible. I heard cruise ships like you did cruise ships
2: I did cruise ships yeah for about four or five years I did cruise ships
0: I I always wanted to work on cruise ships
2: it was it gets a little bit lonely because the contracts you either had to work two three or four weeks most of the other people on the ship are there for like six months at a time so we were kind of really lucky that we could go and we didn't have to like you know live on the ships the way the other crew and the other um, entertainers lived on the ships um, because it was really easy to interchange us in our show. Because you can replace one dueler with another dueler, it didn't matter. So, but we were required to spend at least two weeks on the ship. Um, the longest stint that I did was a month, and that was that was that was enough. It's um it's <laughs> a long life, but it is the best life because we had guest privileges, so we could eat where the guests eight we could go to their gym we could lay out on the deck and drink like whatever we wanted as long as we didn't you know you know cause a commotion or cause problems or anything and get too drunk or anything but yeah we were allowed to pretty much do whatever we wanted in our spare time and we only had to work four nights a week otherwise we could go on islands and explore all the islands and when the nice. ship docks
0: that's legit awesome i'm working in different theater projects through the last decade or so that i've done i've met so many different musicians obviously and you know follow them on their social medias and they've done cruise ships too because it's great experience out there and stuff and it's, work it's
1: it. a
2: fantastic experience you meet so many people because the people that work on the cruise ships as well as the people that go on the cruise ships are from all over the world right. and you meet I can tell the difference most people can't tell the difference between an australian accent and an english accent because mm-hmm. they're very very similar right um, but you know you kind of learn those things on the ship uh, a lot of the ship's crew is filipino so you learn um you know a few of their words and just you meet a lot of really neat people
0: a fascinating fascinating yes. speaking of growing up gee, yeah. you got to grow up in such fun adventures
2: uh, i did i did
0: Yeah, well, awesome. Well, so right now we're talking about how we've gotten into adulthood, but let's take a little trip back, you know, let's go right back to the 80s and uh, let's start talking about the fact that we did a whole poll for, I think a couple of weeks we had it out there uh, to see about different friends, family, listeners out there that would just help us- (laughs)
1: vote.
0: Lisa in with the creepiness. That's um, what I look yeah. for. That's what Lisa, Lisa likes to go and just ask strangers on the street random questions. You
1: know? <laughs> right. uh, oh my God.
0: What is your favorite 80s cartoon and why? Also, <laughs> what color is my underwear? <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> can, you,
1: um, can you hear the colors like I can? <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but so um anyway so yeah so people helped us vote we it got really fun there was different i was watching them as the as they were going i was getting to see how they were going and they some were getting in there some bumped out and it was like wow it was really cool to see the engagement of people voting so we narrowed it down to a top 10 and we've got we're going to all just go through here between the three of us and help kind of narrow it down and have some conversations about the memories we might have about these top 10 um, different ones. Or if there might not be something we actually remember about it. But let's have some conversations. We ready for these? Yeah,
1: I'm so ready. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to hand it off to Miss
0: Lisa with number 10.
1: Alright. Well, number ten is the real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh! Yes. Did you so, watch it? Did I watch yeah. it? Yeah. Oh Please. No, no, I I don't I vaguely remember it. Like very vaguely. Um I just guess I wasn't, that wasn't my my jam. Um, Yeah. I know that I see that it's, uh, it was from 86 to 91, which I guess would have been, you know, the right time for it, but.
0: Yeah, it came out after the movie.
1: Yeah, and I was definitely partial to the movie. Still am, still am, actually. Um, I did prefer the um, animated Slimer to right. live was action fun. Slimer. Um, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I am don't really have a whole lot to add to the real Ghostbusters. Um, other than that, I loved the movies, which is why I maybe dabbled in the cartoon a little bit, but definitely preferred the animated Slimer, too.
0: Well, one thing I will say about this one is... Uh, I saw it before it was before I saw the movie. I remember this as a child. I do Mm -hmm. remember because I was very thrown off by the fact that Egon in the cartoon was blonde. And when I saw the movie, he was not, and I was not having that. <laughs> it was just not. It was not real because clearly they admit, they were making a mistake. And then I found out that the movie existed before, and my world fell apart because I was like six or seven or something like that. So that's what happened. But no, I was younger. I was like five.
1: Drama has been a part of your life since you were born, so it's fine. We get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up Slimer. I knew Slimer as their friend in the cartoon. So when I saw the movie and he was not there, man, I was not happy.
1: I just, I don't know about you guys, but did you guys love Ecto Cooler? Yes, the Heisty flavor.
2: And yeah, I didn't. I was a little older when this came out, so it it wasn't anything that I was really into. Um, But I do remember the Ectoplasm Cooler. I remember that because my little brother and my little sister would watch this, and they wanted the Ectoplasm Cooler. It was like a Capri Sun kind of a thing. It
0: was heicy. Yeah.
2: Oh. I see. Okay.
0: Yep, it had Slimer on the little cart for for the longest
2: time. Better remember.
0: It was really obnoxious that it was Slimer all over that.
2: Yeah, because there's nothing like you know bright green neon green juice.
1: That's good to (laughs) get. (laughs) That's healthy.
0: (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, the cartoon the cartoon was really good. And later on, I think it, it changed and they added, like, a, they did like a flip flop of the cartoon where it was it would have like half the episode would be like the spooky what are the Ghostbusters going to have to deal with this week? And then the next half would be just like the silly Slimer cartoons.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, you know much more about it.
0: Yes, yeah, you and- Ghostbusters is
1: definitely more your thing than my thing, which is all right. I mean, it's good. Well, to- I do
0: remember it also bits and pieces. It also helped because I have been spending a lot of time doing a lot of research for this. I did this. I did a lot more for this than I ever did my homework in high school. I'm gonna tell I you believe that. You. <laughs> so yeah, and you can get all the episodes on the official Ghostbusters YouTube channel.
1: I love that. I love that. There's an official YouTube channel for everything. It looks like we're up for number nine, and Nikki, Woo! you get to take this one away.
2: I do, Jen. Jam- Um, this, you know, I was never a lover of Barbie dolls. I didn't really play with Barbie dolls. I love the other action figures, um, which we'll get into a little bit later, but I had a gem doll and I had... Um, a couple of like the Misfits or something like that too. And um, I had a couple of girlfriends and we would like put on little concerts and stuff with our Gem dolls. And it was just, I loved it. Um, It it was pink, everything. And what I really love about Gem is it was everything that was decadent and fun about the eighties. Like the makeup was fun. The clothes that they wore in the, the cartoon was fun, very fashionable for the time. And it was fun watching it today and it was hard for me to get off the episodes. I'm like, I want to watch more. I want to watch more because it's just, it's just such a, it's what I grew up in. And, you know, Madonna and um
0: what's Cindy Lauper? No, that's Lauper.
2: That's it. Very that- much, but like, you know, that early mid '80s kind of a thing, right. and the neon colors and the the zebra print and just love, 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 love. Um, the the premise of of the show is kind of just. Silly, but you know it's cartoons, and and that's what they are.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I was
2: okay. evil. Your 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 counter, um,
1: your your alter ego.
0: Right, right. it's this is kind the of
1: OG Hannah Montana. Is what that... this is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, right, hundred percent. Right.
0: Lisa coming in, stealing that thunder. Ugh, you go, girl. <laughs> Um, but I was literally saying the same thing. It was it was in a different context because in this way she was trying to save the record label because it paid for the um, the foster home.
2: Yeah, right? the Starlight. Yeah.
0: yeah, so like she needed to make sure that she kept her the business funding that. So the best way she could do that was by being gem, and mm-hmm. she had synergy, synergy able to power the earrings that could. Oh, yeah, I watched like a few episodes today and I will tell you, Soap Opera. Yeah. Wow. Wow, girl. Like, I would have eaten that cartoon alive and I probably would have been outed as a little gay boy.
2: (laughs) The other thing I love about this is it's all the little mini music videos because MTV was really, really big at that time. And MTV actually played music videos at that time. (laughs) (laughs) Did they really? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) When music television played music videos and uh, that was really big at the time and every episode had like multiple little itty bitty music videos in it like it was just even as a kid I always wanted to sing I always wanted to be in a band that's always what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and so like Jem was like the the epitome and all of that for me.
0: Exactly. Oh, I know. I know what you're feeling though, because like I like, who doesn't want to be like knows that you're just that energy that wants to be on stage, just jamming out, like having like people just jam out with you, and you're mm-hmm. just leading the charge. Who doesn't want that?
2: Like, yeah. Yeah. But the makeup? Yeah. Was cool. Her makeup was cool. Yes.
0: <laughs> I and yeah, so I, I love the big hair. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, drag queens love her. Big hair, don't care. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, they made a movie of Gem and the Holograms a few years ago, and I highly recommend it. Nikki. Don't watch it.
2: <laughs> I've not seen it. I I did know that they made a movie, but I've never thought.
0: God, don't watch it. Like it's nothing. It's literally it's a bit of the story with none of the magic or like. Uh, fun. Yeah, and not not, fun. and it's all it is all original music. There's nothing, of they're not, like, even playing any, like, there's no songs there that they're, like, even covering, redoing, from, which, I mean, can be good or bad, I guess. Anyway, that's done.
1: <laughs> I just hate that they try to, I'm like my, I'm, I, I sound like my dad, and it's like, nobody has original ideas anymore, they've always got to do something that's already been done. Like well, not every cartoon I'm okay deserves a live action,
0: to be honest. Well, I'm okay with them making Transformers because they've got the computer graphic stuff to do it. Yeah, I want to well, see yeah. that. But if you are going to do Gem, then I want to see you do what you can do with Gem, then.
1: Well, that's For what I Christ's mean. Like, <laughs> it right, do it right or don't do yeah. it at all. And if you right? are willing to put in the work to actually, you know, give us the experience of what we have with the cartoon, and then. Kick rocks. Don't do it.
0: All right. So, now before we turn into one of those like totally hate on cancel culture podcasts, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, it was, uh, they came out uh, after the success of G.I. Joe Transformers, and Hasbro began considering a live action film adaptation. Right. Yeah. Sorry, that was me just reading off weird stuff.
1: Yeah, that's um, a, a very, like, <laughs> and, then, and made then a movie.
0: <laughs> this is why they don't hire me to narrate movies, because I'm not James Earl Jones or um, <laughs> who's the other one that you'd want? Like,
1: Morgan Freeman?
0: Morgan Freeman. And
1: yeah, his voice like butter. Yes, you I, have to have that
0: voice that's like right on the verge of putting you to sleep, but yet not. Like, it's like you're in paralyzed
1: you're too moment. interested to go sl- to sleep yeah yes.
0: but you yeah. can't move and s- yeah
1: if i could pick someone to narrate my life it would clearly be samuel l jackson <laughs> <laughs> Well, 150 <150%. laughs> percent her life isn't
0: her life isn't peaceful enough for morgan Freeman. <laughs> no
1: no, no. <laughs> if okay if you can, so if you can narrate down. penguins you're not you're not the guy for me <laughs>
0: So speaking of rock star powerhouse women cartoon heroes from the 1980s with dual identities, this was my favorite. I fell in love with her. And it was She-Ra, Princess of Power, who comes in at number eight on the top 10. Um, what can I say? I I can remember She-Ra as far back as I can remember the diapers. <laughs> While I watched her. I do. I remember watching her while I was a toddler. Like, I can't remember much else. But I remember freaking She-Ra and her goddamn horse, Whitwin.
2: <laughs> yeah. I used to come home because this was one of the ones that was every day after school. Yeah. So, like, I would come home after school and watch all of these cartoons. And she- She-Ra was one of them. And I loved She-Ra. I even mm-hmm. have a Halloween costume. I dressed up as she one year. she one year for Halloween. Yes, yes. Um, well, I made the costume because they don't have the costumes. Why so to make it?
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember that far back on the costume stuff, but I know costumes for us kids in the eighties and stuff were very, very slim pickets.
2: Oh, and this
1: was when I was a kid. This was when I was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that if I thought he might have not been coming along well on that ro- that road with us, like I knew he. Don't look at yourself Ooh. like that, Aaron. It's fine. It's <laughs> okay. You know, everybody's gotta drive the struggle bus once in a while.
0: Anyway, so she right yes, okay. So I would dress as her right now too. But I liked her because of course my brother liked He Man. And mm-hmm. I remember watching this the crossover movie that introduced She-Ra because it was his twin sister, Adora. Yes, uh, uh, yes and she was kidnapped it was because i think she came out like what two years after he-man's success and so they were like oh we need girls now girls (laughs) for an audience (laughs) yeah so um let's bring in a a girl he-man but we're not gonna call her she-woman so we're gonna go (laughs)
1: she-ra (laughs) she-ra
0: um but i just i loved her because she looked like a freaking cross between a valkyrie and an amazon woman like with those wings like on her head um Mm -hmm. and the blonde just flowy hair uh like her mini skirt um like and her legs for days down to those boots with the heels and that that bedazzled sword that (laughs) she (laughs) had
2: That, that changed the, that could change into like a lasso or a shield or like Anything whatever. she
0: needed it to be. Anything because of- she because she was the ultimate Wonder Woman. Like everything from any super woman that had come before her in any comic form, the creators of Shira basically put all of those powers into her and were like, We now have created the mega superwoman and she is <laughs> She ra The princess Indeed. of power. <laughs>
2: It heal things and and she had like certain magic yeah it was just
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you don't question yeah. that as a kid you know why is she omnipotent you know
0: <laughs> i loved her oh my god i did oh, I,
2: swift win because what girl does not fantasize about a unicorn pegasus that you can ride and
1: fly all- it? what woman doesn't fantasize like give me a flying horse with a horn please <laughs> i i rewatched the- I rewatched, the,
0: so it was a crossover movie, The Secret of the Sword, they called it, well, how He-Man went over to um, um, Etheria, because He-Man was from Eternia, but uh, it had been so convenient that um, Princess Adora was kidnapped. Um,
1: no. For, like, as a child. <laughs> and
0: taken by the Horde, the evil Hordak, who took her to Etheria and made her his, uh, like, warrior woman of sorts, like commander and of the guards and became part of the horde blah blah blah, and ravaged the whole community (laughs) she was a bad lady um but then of course he man came and showed her the right way and she became she-ra and so Ethereum was her destiny where he-man was over on eternity but it's yeah so she-ra was one of my favorites
1: lisa did you remember
0: anything about she-ra no girl
1: (laughs) you know like I mean, you know, I remember it. I just, it's, these were not the ones I was into. I, I was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Inspector Gadget, Scooby-Doo, okay, okay. you know. Well, okay, but, well, but we'll get there.
0: I highly yeah. recommend, I highly recommend checking out some She-Ra and some He-Man because they're just so corny, classic, yeah. wonderful. And the remake yeah. of, the remake of She-Ra was terrible on Netflix. <laughs> Um, it was terrible. And, but now Amazon wants the rights and they're making a live action She-Ra TV series. So we'll see. Ooh. We'll
2: see. Anyway, Very interesting. Well, one thing that was really cute with uh, She-Ra, the couple episodes that I kind of watched, that I, something I'd forgotten about, was they had that little mascot by the name of Lucky that yes. was tied in every single episode. And um, at the end of the episode, Lucky would be like, Did you find me today? And then he'd show you. He's like, Here I am. And then it would always be like a lesson for the day.
0: Yeah, they were big Aww. on teaching, like somehow trying to make sure that we learned our lessons in our cartoons back then.
2: Yes. Be That's nice. Awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. Every episode, it was some little lesson.
0: You could remember that just from, like, sometimes at the wrap-up of an episode where, like, they would just be like, Ha-ha, what-a-what-a, I should have done that. Well, next time. Yeah. Like, it's like after, okay. But especially, you want to talk about corny. Let's Here go on we to we come
1: six. for He-Man! He-Man and <laughs> the masters of the oh, I will say Skeletor was one of my favorite villains. <laughs> I mean, how can he not be?
0: Oh, and speaking like- of which... I went and got a link of those things that Mike brought up yesterday. Oh, did you? Yes. And so there's a link in here. The
1: quotes, the quotes yep. of, um, gr- uh, I'm gonna say Grayskull. Skeletor, Sorry, one Skeletor. Of, some of
0: Skeletor's <laughs> favorite quotes. Yes. Famous quote. Yes.
1: Um, I definitely remember watching He-Man a lot more, um, than I did she
0: In a house um, of girls. You're a girl. <laughs> Call for watching just because,
1: Just because I was... Just my sister and I doesn't mean we weren't amazingly awesome and had good taste then. I mean, I don't know if we could say that now, but... <laughs> yeah, I, um... Again, it's... You know, I was very young, so I watched it in syndication. Because it started the year I was born. And, right. you know... So I wasn't, like doing the in the crib he-man thing but as I you know in syndication I watched it here and there um but I was never it was never a staple for me growing up I guess it's hard because I love all these 80's cartoons but being that I was born sometimes the first season that it came out it you know I watched it right. so much later that yeah and I have a terrible memory <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm just looking through some stuff. Like I remember Battle Cat. Yeah, Battle know? Cat. Battle Cat I'm was sure. the shit. He was the shit. You know. <laughs> and I, I'm just, yeah, i and I, that and Skeletor and I don't know.
0: I. I do, I watched this a little bit more because of course I had an older brother a few years older than me. So he liked it, which is kind of what, how I got the gateway of She-Ra because he was okay with that one too, because He-Man was on that
2: sometimes. <laughs> 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 so. yeah, and I remember watching these after school because when these came out, I was in elementary school, elementary, yeah. so, cause I was born in 74. So I literally was a child of the eighties or the early eighties. Yeah. So when these things came out, you know, I was in school. So um, I, we and the thing is, what made these popular, the, these TV shows popular is they started with um, they made the toys and then they kind of made stories to go with these toys. And then they're like, how are you going to sell these toys and make the money off the toys? Let's make a cartoon. Right. And so- I did, and that's and I had all of these toys. I had all the She-Ra stuff, I had all the He-Man stuff, I had Castle Skull, Battle Cat, all of it. Tila, I always wanted to be Tila and the Sorceress. I always wanted to be the Sorceress. Same, same. God, like one of these days, I'm going to make a Sorceress costume and I'm going to be a, the Sorceress. She's my Nikki, favorite.
0: Mickey, why, why don't we live closer to each other? Because I feel right? like we're going to be going. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, oh, okay. So, my brothers and I love way too much of Masters of the Universe. Um, we watched the movie, the terrible movie, with uh, Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. Way back, oh yeah,
1: I'm Courtney
0: so Cox, her first her debut, Courtney Cox's debut into like movies. I don't know if she's done any TV yet or anything, but it was her first movie. Um. Frank Langella, or Langella, I don't know how to say his name very well, was Skeletor. And if you've seen his career after, you're very shocked that he would have ever had that on his resume, playing Skeletor. Um, And it was, I loved that movie. The movie was terrible, but it was great. Like, it was made to be, like, in the vein of, like, Star Wars because they were trying to capitalize on that and on a note Nikki, from your tv the car the, a lot of these cartoons came based on their toy that came out first and it's like with he-man especially i know that was one thing i remember seeing in a documentary recently i think on hulu or disney plus or something
2: the toys that made us yes okay on netflix
0: yes netflix oh i was way off <laughs> um <laughs> and uh, yeah so when you watch that, they, t- they talk about how uh, these cartoons came out to promote the toy buying. And yes. Boy, did it work.
2: It, it did. I mean, and I think what they did is they were kind of leaping off of the success of Star Wars. They saw all the action figures for Star Wars. That was such a big deal at the time, late 70s, early 80s. Um, that's kind of when they really started marketing things and specifically marketing it to kids. Mm-hmm. And with all the action figures and stuff, and found out, oh, shoot, well, parents will buy stuff for the kids if the kids beg them enough. And we can make money off of that. And that is what they did. And so, all of these cartoons, I think, you know, it, it really was uh, a franchise, a uh, franchising scheme or uh, marketing scheme mm-hmm. to get you to buy the toys.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. We could go on to a whole other thing about that because I, yes. I don't think it's the same documentary, but it's a similar documentary that we watched because okay. uh, I, I I learned the same stuff. But I don't remember watching. Maybe it was I don't know. But the toys that made us I know has that information as well because mm-hmm. yes, there was something about when the laws came into effect and you could there was more it was you could start ad- they could start advertising over like the i think it was reagan that made it legal to advertise in a bigger market that's a whole political thing going on forever but still that's what basically opened up this whole thing for cartoons basically just saying yeah. so but i just wanted to go over a couple of things people talk about like skeletor the villain from he-man he's like a meme very popular meme all over the place yeah and people like don't understand. The, I don't know how many generations don't understand this, but his one liners were just ridiculous because he's not a terrifying villain at all in the cartoon. He's actually just like the worst comic relief villain. <laughs> but um, some of his lines are like, um, Yes, we'll win this game the old fashioned way, the tried and true way, we'll cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: I mean or, <laughs> I mean it's true
0: it's true right? he's, he's saying it right and then uh, oh that's a skeleton from the movie thing. oh I am not nice I am not kind and I am not wonderful <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, was, I don't know where that comes from that's not very positive I know he, well, he's not a positive person well you can be bad and be nice to yourself can't you I don't
0: know. Never mind what I just said. Just do what I said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so relatable in my life. Like uh.
0: how unpleasant it is to see you, you sniveling coward. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, they did do a sequel series from the 80s series on Netflix recently written by Kevin Smith and yeah. had Mark Hamill as Skeletor Sarah Michelle Geller as Tila oh my god Sarah Michelle Geller. Buffy uh, <laughs> every episode there's always going to be one we're reference we're going to have a Buffy reference all the time there's going to be one there's
1: one in this one
0: so far um, but yeah so she was and I liked it it actually had a lot to do with Tila and um, Evil Lynn actually uh, and Skeletor and He-Man were actually side Side piece, side character, side pieces,
1: side character. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they were side somethings. Woo! Well, oh, it's about time the men are. Right?
0: Oh <laughs> Yeah, anyway. But Mark Hamill, I mean, he's great. He's, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker, and then he was well known as being the Joker, uh, you know, for the Batman cartoons for a long time. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. He was a good Skeletor, but he wasn't the same as
1: you fools. (laughs) Right.
0: Anyway, I think we've I think we've killed this dead battle cat.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) Now we're killing animals. Not cool. No, we're not killing. I know, but you just you know.
2: (laughs) ( doorway) (laughs) (display) Inspector Gadget. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Is this one, I think this is Nikki. Oh,
2: is this one on me? Yeah. Um, Inspector Gadget. Um, I didn't watch this one that much. My younger siblings watched this a little bit more. Um, When was this? Yeah, 83. Oh, I suppose it was early 80s. I do remember it. Um, The cute thing about this one is like uh, Penny was the brains behind everything. And he was just this like kind of bungling... You know, you botched everything up, and Penny always saved the day, and she had like her little computer and stuff, and her little doggy brain, and mm-hmm. is is a cute little,
1: uh, cute little cartoon. Oh, mm. I wanted to be Penny so much. Ugh. And I love, I, yeah, I mean, how can you go wrong, you know, like said, the yeah. bumbling, the bumbling guy, you know, robot. Yeah. It, <laughs> just,
2: <laughs> our first version of a, you know, cartoon kind of cyborg kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, I said like it whatever. But yeah, fun. This was also
1: a movie. I love yes, this movie. With
0: Matthew Broderick later.
1: And Michelle Trachtenberg
0: And Michelle Trachtenberg is Penny. Buffy reference.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I I love Matthew Broderick though. Who does I, yeah, I do. And I thought that the I don't know. I really liked the movie. I thought it was, I thought great. The
0: movie was great. I mm-hmm. I actually should rewatch it. I think it's on Disney. I think it's a Disney movie. Probably.
2: Yeah. 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 Disney. Yeah. This one, they did it right. You were talking about, you got to do it right or don't do it at all. This is one that they did right.
0: That is absolutely one they did right. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I remember watching Inspector Gadget a lot as a child. Um, it was one of those cartoons that was... It was just fun like I don't think it was one that like I always had to pay attention to but like you're just sitting there and you're playing and like all of a sudden you see him like bouncing cause suddenly like his feet can bounce on springs or well, his he arms.
1: His, he had his hat with the and little,
0: propeller. The propeller. <laughs> the propeller hat, yeah. Um like yeah, like he used a whole helicopter yeah like he had like mm-hmm. the little arm things or the handles would come out and he'd grab it and it like the like, helicopter. i like, who wouldn't want that? Um, but I remember him always getting his like uh, his uh, assignments from his chief, uh, and like they'd tell him like what his mission was, blah blah blah. And then at the end, it'd say, "This message will self destruct," and he'd put it back in the chief's hand or something. How it'd end up back there and it'd blow up in the chief's face. <laughs> <laughs> it was always my favorite. It, that was great, um, but yeah, somehow he'd always saved the day accidentally from Doctor Claw, and it's yes. and it's weird, Kitty. Like the the cat that just sat there. Like you saw more
1: of the cat than the actual villain. Just petting the cat. Yeah, <laughs> petting the cat. Like <laughs> and the cat just looked mad all the time. Yes. <laughs> Oh man!
0: <sighs> but yeah, so dun, 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 Inspector Gadget. That was a great. It was a great opening song.
1: Yeah, great very, very catchy. Song. Very catchy. Yeah. Yeah. Go gadget, go! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> Nothing. Go go
2: gadget springs. Yeah. Go go, go gadget want a trio, arms. Who
1: doesn't <laughs> want a trio
2: of
0: dream girls singing? Go gadget, go!
1: I I, honestly I don't have an answer for you
0: All right, and thank you everybody so much for listening to part one of the top ten favorite cartoons from the 1980s. Uh, This has been really exciting to do, as you can tell if you're still listening. I'm so happy. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe and follow uh, wherever you are. Give us some comments, you know, share us along. Spread, Spread the word, you know. We're trying to get so many listeners out there. More content we can get out or, well... The more listeners we have, the more content we can keep going, which means the more we get to entertain you. And I'm excited about all these. Uh, Part two will be following this. Uh, We will be going from number five down to one. Uh, It's going to be even more fun. Can you guess? Can you figure out which ones are going to be in the top five? We'll find out. But until then, we'll talk to you later.